Kitchen Radio on air on ACCC Community Radio every Friday at 5.30. My name's Rita Catoni and you're listening to Kitchen Radio on a Friday evening. You were just also listening to Oh Honey by the Audreys from the album Between Last Night and Us. So no surprises, but tonight we're talking about honey. And I would like to welcome my special guest, the engaging and honey-informed uh, Laurie May. Hey, Laurie May. Ooh, hey, that's a lot of pressure. It is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I know all things honey. I'd no. still say I'm a I'm a beginner beekeeper. Sure. But I did just say honey-informed, you oh, know. Honey-informed. So honey-informed. So because this is a food show, we're sort of looking at honey from a food perspective mm. as opposed to you know, I'm not positing you there as an expert beekeeper, but I saw <laughs> I saw your photo on Facebook, and you did look like a bit of an expert beekeeper. Oh, I've had a, I've had a couple of uh, lessons. I went to a beekeeping course, um, which was pretty cool, and learned a bit more about bees. And uh, yeah, I love getting out and spending time in the hive, um, wow. mainly just because I get honey out of it. Yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> Have you ever been bitten? I know everybody probably asks you that, but I, have you? Yeah, I've, I get stung a lot. I haven't really been lately. I figured out that um, if you hum Frank Sinatra songs to them, they calm down. Have you tried other songs? Other I have. Than, right, yeah. and they don't. No, no other song does what Frank Sinatra does. No, I've tried I've tried country, hummed some Dolly Parton at them, thought thought that might work tried a few other songs sure nah. is there any particular frank sinatra song um the fly me to the moon of course yeah that's their favorite song and they all just kind of chill out and sometimes you know if they're buzzing around you and you're like oh you know you're out in the garden you don't have your suit on and the bees start you know hanging around a bit much and you just start humming and they and they go away. Yeah. Well, look, I can honestly say I know nothing much about bees, so mm. I'm really excited about today's show because I I would like to have bees in my yard, but um, but I don't, and I know you do, and I also heard that you inherited your hive, so <coughs> maybe you could tell I me did. a little bit about like how you come to have a beehive in your um, yard. Um, I inherited my hive off the ACCC station manager Ben Aaron. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so he moved out of his uh, place, and uh, Nico and I moved in, and it, and you know, it when came I was, with a whole lot of bees. Yeah, and I was like, I want that, I want that beehive. I want to learn how to how to do bees and honey. So, mm. yeah, so not not that exciting, but that's how I got it. Yeah, uh, I've heard that you can actually like be a, a caretaker of beehives here. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know anyone who's doing that? That's um, through Red Centre Honey. Mm. So um, Grace Jarrett there, she's the, I want to say, chairperson as well of the Alice Springs Beekeeper Group. Um, and she can hook you up with a hive and she'll come and do the maintenance yeah. of it and collect the honey. And I'm not sure what the arrangement is exactly, but you get some of the honey and you get to support bees. And Yeah, I've, I've chatted to them and they just say, yeah, they just give you honey. I mean, they keep some honey and you get to keep honey. What mm. I can't convince, I can't convince anyone in my household that having bees is a good thing because you get honey. They're just all really worried about getting stung. Ah, oh, I mean, they don't, once they get used to you and they actually can tell your voice. Um, and I know uh, most bees, they only uh, live for six weeks, so I'm not sure how it passes on, but mm. they can tell that it's me wow. um, when I go in the yard and they're calm, whereas they don't like Nico at all. <laughs> he goes near them and they're Poor just like, Nico. nah. Oh, no. <coughs> I don't think he's ever been stung though, so I don't know. That's pretty good. Um, and the dog used to get stung yeah, I'm a couple about of times. The dog too, yeah. Oh yeah, he learnt really quickly. Like, don't put your nose in it. Um, 
yeah. a couple of <laughs> couple of uh, antihistamines, crying dog on the couch. Uh, oh, yeah. that's so terrible. Yeah. Now, are your bees European bees? Yes. Right. But you can actually get honey from... Um, from uh, Australian native bees, can't you? I think it's such a small amount. It would mm. be so much work. Um, I, I, I don't. It wouldn't really be very um, sure. feasible. Sure. Um, we have a lot of native bees in our yard too, and I know there's been. So I don't know if it's if it's true, but apparently, like European bees and native bees aren't really friends, but they seem to to kind of cohabitate very nicely in my yard. Wow, that might be just something special about your yard, Laurie May. That's because I don't um, take care of my plants very well in the veggie garden. They all just go to seed and flower. I'm like, ah. oh, lots of flowers. Yeah. Um, because in fact, um, Aboriginal people call it sugar bag. I haven't actually tried sugar bag. Have you ever tried sugar bag? Um, yeah, yeah. So we used to get it in in top end. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. It's a little bit different okay yeah. so it's not sort of honey like like say this jar of honey here no it's hard okay it's like firm oh wow there kind you of go. sappy so what is honey though like this is a question like we've got <coughs> some here Laurie may's brought in some beautiful yeah. honey from her beehive and then i've got some honey here from i think it's from bees creek in darwin and that's really dark yeah so i mean this just isn't pollen <coughs> is it Yes. No, it's you know pollen. what I mean? It's pollen, but yeah. it's also been like regurgitated and yeah, it's had so stuff done to it <laughs> in yeah, the beehive. They, they go out in, um, you know, they go out and they get their, their pollen. The reason mine's so light um, is because there hasn't, we didn't have the rain um, that we normally have. Uh, and so we haven't had the same flowers. I mean, you guess you never do. Yeah. Um, but you notice in September, we didn't really get all the beautiful yeah, desert the desert blooms. sort of wildflowers you normally get. No, the only thing that was really very heavy um, recently has been all down Gap Road. You know, you've got those beautiful gums mm. and they have those little light yellow flowers yeah. everywhere. So that's mostly what that is. They just go and get that and you can see those little trails where they drop it out the front of the hive if they wow. have a little accident. And um, they take it in there, you know, they, they eat it and they mix it with their um, protein in their stomach and then they spew it into the little... Yeah things yeah it's a bee spew so do you th <laughs> really let's not really dwell too much <laughs> see i always forget that honey's not vegan as well but it's good talking about that because you, you you come back to the fact that it is an animal that's producing honey through its interaction with flowers yeah it's there has there is a few people in the beekeeping keeping community that say their honey is technically vegan and so I've always been like, really, like interested to know where people stand on that because yeah. um, <clears throat> they practice a style of beekeeping um, where they don't, they're very, very careful and very conscious and connected with their hives. And so they don't actually kill any bees. Okay. Uh, but it's still an animal byproduct. It is. And I thought that was the, that, that that's, you know, <coughs> that's the boundary, uh, so to speak. I, I think, I, I think either. that's, yeah. There's, so there's a, there's a whole subsect in, in beekeeping, particularly on Instagram where they're like vegan beekeepers. And I'm like, yeah. Uh, let's not go there, huh? Yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'd love to say I've never killed a bee. But. I'd be dot, lying. Dot, dot. <coughs> um, do you think you can taste the flavour of those, um, of those blossoms in your honey absolutely absolutely let's get you a spoon I let's think, get a spoon. Got a spoon let's go get a spoon All right, okay so we're here doing a live tasting of two honeys i'm just going to try the uh, bees creek honey which is really dark you'll pass me the bees bees creek honey and it tastes like it does taste like honey but there is a there is something else happening there it's like smoky a, yeah like an aftertaste Mm. See, that could have been if there was, you know, bushfires. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick the handle in this so that we don't breed microbes. <coughs> oh, that's a good idea. 
Oh, and Laurie May's honey tastes more like what I would associate with as honey. Oh, it's Ooh. really light, and it's got a yours has got like a sourness. I mean, a nice sort of like acidity that that one doesn't have. Here, just I really comparison. love this. It's really um, molassesy. <clears throat> it's it like is. A, it's like a molasses with um, smoke. Yeah, and you'd want to be mm. careful, I reckon, about using the Bees Creek honey in cooking on account of it having such a strong taste. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, I probably wouldn't use that. When you think of like a, you know, a nice honey soy marinade or something, you kind of want that fruitiness that this one has that that yeah. one doesn't. So if mm. I had a choice, I would go for your honey, not just because you're here, <laughs> <laughs> but because it tastes like what I associate as honey, mm. whereas this does have a molasses aftertaste. Mm. I, it, it just depends what the bees have been eating. I know um, a friend of mine over on East Side was – um, had a lot of basil that had just gone to seed yeah. and it was just a, a, a lot and the bees were just going nuts over it and then the honey was like really dark and it had this really um it tasted savory like oh, I remember wow. eating it going oh it's a bit savory yeah um so you'd have to be different careful yeah I mean Stephanie Alexander talks about um, tasting honey that's been made from the flowers from fennel <coughs> and how that mm. also gives a really strong honey that you wouldn't possibly put in in a cake but you might use it for a marinade or something else oh, I'd love yeah. to try that yeah. I read this thing that there are two types of honey eaters and mm. you can you can dispute there was the person who eats honey and has it sort of the same way all the time so they have it in their tea or their coffee or they have it on a crumpet and then there's the people who just experiment with honey and they might put it in a cake or you might put it in a marinade and you're not sort of like you know there's no formula about how to use honey do you do no, you I fall into those two categories or do you think that's just a bit i i mean i silly? think you, no i think i think i think that's probably very true mm-hmm. i know people like people don't like some you know honey on things they're not used to yeah. i really love um, and this is going to sound a little bit gross, um, but I really love like a really nice dark cheddar cheese. Oh, yeah. Like with honey on it. No, that makes sense. It's because really it's, good. it's all about that balance, you know. <coughs> and if you ask me the best way to, to eat honey or to cook with honey, it's to it's to balance it with something like a ricotta or a yogurt, like honey and yogurt oh, yeah. is amazing. It is, it is. Yeah. Anything anything like with that nice dairiness, I think, because the uh, it kind of cuts through the yeah. acidity of the honey. Yeah. Um, but it's really good. I love it. I just, I just recently made a, like a peanut butter banana um, wow. cake with um, honey. Instead with of honey. sugar. Yeah. yeah. See, I didn't know till I was doing my Google research last night that honey is acidic. Mm. And that's funny because you associate sort of sugar. You don't think of sugar as being acidic, but honey is acidic. It's all that bee bile. <laughs> So um, and did you? And I didn't know this either, but I'll share it, which is a <laughs> thing about cooking. And so, you can't just replace like honey with sugar, weight for weight. You've actually there's a few little things you have to do because I think you've got to use less honey because honey is actually sweeter than sugar. Yeah, absolutely. I like most of my cooking go by guess and I just like start pouring things in yeah. and I'm like oh that tastes good and then I bake it and I hope for the best so my baking is very uncalculated I think my grandmother would be very upset um she's uh one of those very old-fashioned she still has all you know she doesn't believe in modern technology so she has all the old-fashioned scales and oh, everything wow. with the weights and so she yeah. weighs the four ounces of flour and the two ounces of butter and then does it yeah. all the right way whereas I'm just like oh. pour the flour in 
You see, I have a confession. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm like your grandmum. <laughs> I don't have the old scales, but I, I do weigh. Um, if I've got a recipe, I do weigh. But so apparently, you have to take out a, a quarter of the amount of sugar it says. So if it says a cup of sugar, you have to use less honey. Mm. I'm not. Well, one cup of sugar substitute one half to two thirds of a cup <clears> of honey, and that you should um, subtract a quarter of a cup of liquid from the recipe. Oh, so that's that. yeah. So that's interesting because honey's also got more c- liquid in it, obviously, yeah. than sugar because it's not crystallized. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, that explains why my batter the other day was so runny, but it worked. It absolutely worked. Yep. So instead of using um, you know, flowers, I think I used uh, a combination of a sweet sorghum flour mm-hmm. and brown rice flour. Okay. Apparently, also, you should put some bicarb with your honey to oh. actually counter the acidity. Um, however, if you're using a recipe that's got bicarb, you know, a lot of recipes will put sort of bicarb in there as well as, say, um, buttermilk or kefir. Mm. Obviously, you don't then need to use your bicarb because mm. your honey's got acid in it. Wow. There I you know, go. It's interesting, I isn't it? I didn't know that. I didn't either until... <coughs> maybe 24 hours ago <laughs> mm. oh exactly one of the other things i love doing with that honey and I, actually i don't do it nico does it but he always um uh, glazes salmon oh yes i have done that with the honey and yes. then cooks it in the oven that that honey yeah. in particular because it's really sweet um just yeah mm, so good i've done that with smoked salmon so actually making my own mm. sort of hot smoked salmon and actually glazed it with honey it's beautiful because it also yeah. just gives you that sort of shiny coat on it it does. That's yes. that's what I love about summer. So we don't uh, we don't cook in the house in February because it's just too hot. So we are uh, we have the the outside smoker and we just say hot smoke meats overnight and then in the morning you've got this like you know beautiful yeah. piece of hot smoked salmon. You get I love it. You get the whole side from Milner's. Oh, that's inspiring. It's fabulous. Because my new outdoor oven also has a smoker component. So maybe. I could do that too. Yeah, oh. I was inspired when you said that. And so now this is what I'm going to do this summer is just do all my baking outside. Yeah. I have had to learn to chop wood, but it's amazing what you can do when you have to. <laughs> yeah, we've got one of the old Webbers with the, the charcoal and the wood chips and all that. I don't know. That's kind of Nico's domain. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not allowed to go near the smoker. So. And, but the other thing about honey is it's actually a hell of a lot better for you than uh, sugar. So it's mm. got trace elements and it's got a whole lot of other things in there, which is why really it's a good idea to use honey rather than sugar in a recipe. Yeah, and particularly in your tea, it's always nice to, to try and mix it up. Mm. It is still, um, you know, got uh, quite high in fructose. Yep. So still not that great if you've got type 2 diabetes, I think. Okay, good to know. Yeah, but you know, definitely give it a go. Now I read, and this, you know, I'm not sure about this information, but that you should never heat honey, that it can create delirious effects now i i, <laughs> I find mm. that interesting and that's not going to stop me cooking with honey how about you lauren um i've never heard that before yep. so <clears throat> um that's a really interesting one um it's an I, ayurvedic uh, idea that you shouldn't like cook honey Oh, okay. I mean, I like cooking uh, with my honey. I'm not going to stop doing that. I haven't gone delirious yet that I know of, but I could be wrong. Um, Who knows? But I don't, uh, you know, when I um, uh, get the honey out of the hive, I don't pasteurize it with heat. Yeah, no, um, no. Because I like it raw. But anything you buy, like most store-bought honey and stuff, if it's not just sugar syrup, is... um, has been pasteurized yeah. so that it doesn't um, have the potential, particularly if you know you're not supposed to cross borders or go into other uh, areas because honey can bring with it, uh, you know, certain diseases into hives. Not not bad for humans, but you know, like okay. um, 
<clears throat> if you know, if, I remember somebody posted uh, on one of the websites um, on social media a- ages ago, like maybe a couple of years ago, saying they brought in some honey from down south and it was raw in a bucket and people could come and grab some. And I think I just kind of my heart just sunk a little bit. Oh, no, <laughs> you know. Um, and it yeah. wasn't long before uh, most a lot of the hives in Alice Springs got sick. Yeah, I remember when that happened because for a long time mm. here, all the hives <laughs> here were sort of like pure in comparison with the hives down south. And yeah. then that changed yeah we don't have the same bacteria so that's why i always ask people i'm like don't don't bring back raw honey um just just eat the honey where you are locally so i'm not really sure exactly how it works uh but i just know that it's uh very important to maintain that sort of biosecurity because honey can be hazardous sure and so while pasteurization we might think oh well that sort of potentially sort of destroys some of the nutrients in honey it's actually in this case it's a good thing to be bringing in pasteurized honey yeah or just eat raw honey where you are and just just that's it so you know when you come to Alice Springs enjoy the wonderful Alice Springs honey yeah which is really good for hay fever as well yeah apparently eating honey from different hives within a um, five kilometer radius of your home dramatically like helps with uh, hay fever yeah. symptoms yeah so do you eat the honeycomb as well because i know I honeycomb is part of it oh i love oh, honeycomb I love, I love it they made a <clears throat> sorry my um bees made a, a free comb in the lid which is really annoying because you're like oh i have to scrape it out and it's a nightmare and there's honeycomb and honey everywhere like i'm literally in my suit with my gloves on just dripping in honey my whole arms are covered in it because I'm trying to get this bloody free comb out of the um, lid uh, and then you you go inside and you've got it just like this you know beautiful combs oh, you just wow. start shoving it in your yeah. mouth and I think if you eat too much you can get a little bit um, of a stomach ache um, I haven't reached that point yet mm. you just chew the wax and spit it out and or do you, do you I eat the choose wax? the wax oh, I, chew, wow. I chew the wax I don't eat it sorry yeah, I chew, chew it, it and then I keep it um, yeah. and then I wash it and then I um, make candles and all sorts of things. I usually just yeah melt it down um, and use it in like skin products or furniture oh, wax. Oh, that's great. Yeah, but I don't need enough of it, so it's just a little bit. And I yeah. just took it up the rest. Yeah. Oh, wow. But it makes a really good everything in my house. All the wood is is waxed with beeswax. I do my bathroom floor, my terrazzo with beeswax. It's great, great stuff. So in terms of cooking, you know, mm. do you, you do cook with honey. You mentioned a few things before, maybe that you cook with honey. What's your favourite thing that you like to cook with? Well, it's not actually. Oh, I mean, I still think it's cooking, but I like to make a tonic um, for uh, health, general health and well-being, um, and, uh, and and it's really good for autoimmune conditions yeah. and flus and colds. So I like to um, process up a whole lot of turmeric and ginger, and then I, uh, you know, with lots of water, put it on the stove, and then I put in lots of um, either black peppercorns or if you can get some of the native pink peppercorns, yeah. um, a cinnamon stick or a cassia bark stick. Um, and lots of either lemon myrtle or aniseed myrtle. Mm. Um, so that's a more a Queensland native okay. plant that I sort of um, try very hard to grow and often um, have mixed luck with um, growing my Queensland plants. I'm out there like misting them every day under special adjust the shade. I think it's a problem with being <coughs> in Queensland is you, you want to be able to grow those things. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a beautiful – it's a great bush medicine um, that, that I've sort of um, tried to – bring with me to the desert Uh, and then I put some of that in there and then I uh, simmer it for about three hours and then strain it while it's warm but not hot so I don't pasteurize the honey and then I pour in oh and lots of lemon obviously local lemons and I pour in a good amount of honey and stir it around it makes a really beautiful tonic which is antibacterial anti-inflammatory all around amazing health benefits and I have um, a good uh, healthy thick shot of that every day so can we just go through that again so you've got turmeric 
ginger, ginger. Uh, black peppercorns or pink peppercorns. Yep. Uh, cassia or cinnamon. Cassia or cinnamon. And lemon myrtle or aniseed myrtle. And then honey. Yep. And then Oh, and lots of lemon. Lots of lemon <coughs> and water and then that's boiled up. Yeah. And then you strain that and just have that as a tonic every yeah. day. Wow, that's great. That would be really good for arthritis, I think. It is really good for arthritis. So um, Nico's dad has uh, osteoarthritis and refuses to take um, any medicines. Um, so, uh, you know, um, you know, store-bought medicines. Yep. So he's, his mum uh, makes that up now. So I've given yeah. her the the go-ahead to make that and, and now she makes up that and he drinks it every day and wow, apparently it's helping. Great. I have fibromyalgia and so it really helps me with my joints. Um, it just makes it a bit easier for me to move around and also keeps me a bit healthy so that I'm not constantly getting sick, which I was until I started doing the tonic every day. And does it taste good? It's strong. Yes, yeah. I think it does. It's really, you know, it's got that spiciness of yep. the ginger and the turmeric and the honey kind of mellows it out a little bit. Yep. And it's nice. You could heat it up and have it as a tea if you want. Or you could put it with sparkling mineral water and have it with as a drink, do you think? I'm sure you could. I've never <laughs> done that before. I was like, that. oh, maybe you could put some gin in there. Yeah. Make a cocktail. Absolutely. And it must <laughs> look so pretty as well, like with the, the turmeric. Yeah, yeah, it's very orange. I know I've given it to a, um, a few singers around town before they perform, mm-hmm. come over and say, quick, have you got any tonic magic sing juice? Um, works works wonders. Wow. Mm. Well, for me, I, as I mentioned before, I do love matching honey with anything sort of cheesy or yogurt. Mm. So there's that lovely uh, Greek breakfast, which is just like Greek yogurt with walnuts and honey and cinnamon. And there are a lot of Greek recipes, but my favourite one is lukamata. I know. We sometimes call it lukamati, but it's actually lukamata. So I've made it with sourdough. So you basically just make a fairly loose dough and you can use sourdough. So flour, water, yeast, salt, and you sort of let that sit and you make sure it's bubbled up. And then you're deep frying this. So then you... What? I know, it's Sorry, naughty. this just sounds amazing. I, I don't know. I've never had this, but I need oh, it. Oh, right. My mum used to cook oh. it, who's not Greek. And then I had it in Athens last year and they were the best lukamata I've ever had because they were so light and fluffy. I've actually got a photo of them and I'm going to put that on the Facebook page. And then you just deep fry the um, the batter um, and you let it puff up, etc. And then you just strain it. And then you put heated honey over the top. And just sprinkle cinnamon. So it's really simple, but it's really, um, really unhealthy, but really, really tasty. Oh my god, that sounds amazing! Yeah, that sounds exactly like what I what I need in my life right now. Some lukamata. I know. Here I am with my my healthy tonic. <laughs> and You've here I am deep with my bread. <laughs> sounds amazing. I know honey is one of those things that you can. Um, I don't think you can ever really get sick of. Whether it's I just like it on a you know piece of toast yeah or they have really nice gluten-free english muffins uh in stores now that finally figured that one out and it's just so good english muffin yeah but it is really important i agree with you Mm. that you should seek out local honey as much as you can like there's people putting up posts all the time on facebook saying they're selling honey and you know i will go out of my way to buy local honey honey is almost the same price now as maple syrup but if you're going to have honey you may as well try and, and have the good honey and, mm. and not the, uh, dare we call it, the crap in the supermarket. Well, it's interesting that there's so much, there's been a lot of, of information coming out lately yeah. with fake honey. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, sugar syrup and... I know, uh, it's terrible, water. isn't it? Like, yeah. it, certainly there's been a lot of false, one could say false advertising, or yeah. you know, calling honey honey when it's not honey. 
honey. No. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is weird. I, I don't understand. I've I've definitely tried to taste it. There's a little test. Have you heard the scene? The test? No, no, no. So uh, to test if your honey's real or fake, apparently. And I've tried it, and it did work. Yeah. Um. So you get your little store bought honey that's apparently fake, or, or you think it might mm-hmm. be. Um. Then you put like it in a in a small bowl around you know dish you put like a dob of it in the bottom and then you put water in it and yep. then you shake it side to side like you were panning for gold yeah and the honey if it's real honey will actually form a honeycomb uh shape oh wow it's like memory recall in the honey and it actually will make that nice little grid pattern so the honey will spread out flat and make the grid pattern if it doesn't make the grid pattern it just dissolves or just smushes then it's it's fake false honey, honey fake honey mm. Wow, let's all go out and do that. Yeah, I did it because I was like, no, nah, that's not that's yeah. not true. That's that's Can we do ridiculous. it right maybe after the show, maybe yeah. not during the show and let's just check yeah, it out. Take some photos. Take some yeah. photos, yeah. yeah, yeah. Always, absolutely. I love testing, honey. Yeah. But it's good. I can assure you mine's real. Yeah, no, no, I, I've seen the photos. <laughs> I haven't seen the hive, but I've seen the photos and I know it's real. I know. There's yeah. so many. There's like 60,000 bees in there at the moment. And, you know, it's oh. such an ancient food as well, yeah. you know. Like before sugar became readily available, like a lot of the recipes in, in like if you look at medieval recipes or Renaissance recipes, you know, use honey. Like, And then you've got things like panforte. So panforte still uses honey and nougat traditionally still uses honey. So I really love those old recipes that, that use honey. Mm. I'd love to get a book, get my hands on some of these old, old recipes and give them a go. I have made a, um, maybe it's an Israeli honey cake. Oh, I've made a Greek honey cake. And there's Greek honey yeah, cake. Yeah, the well. one with the um, uh, semolina and almond meal. Okay. Uh, and a lot of honey. And so like, good. yeah, and a few weeks ago I brought in, I made a goat's curd cheesecake and that was actually made with honey. That was really simple. It was simply goat's, oh. goat's curd and honey and egg and then you just bake that. So, Did you so get the goat's milk locally? Uh, for that one, no, that was goat's curd, no. Oh. No, but we had we had made some goat's curd with Jane on that week. So there, you know, by rights you could have done that whole dessert locally with, yeah. you know, local goat's curd and eggs and honey. So mm. lots to do then. Also with Christmas coming up, think about sort of maybe using honey in all your recipes instead of sugar. Yeah, I think people should start just um, looking at, at consuming a lot more local produce. I remember last year someone said to me, oh, you know, I can't eat local because all I'd be eating was, you know, dates and eggs. Oh, that is so and wrong. I was like, what? I mean, it's a, I'd, I'd love to give it a go yeah. just for like a week or even, a, you know, a few days. Only only eat um, what you can find locally. I think locally. that's a great idea. Something to think about. You could like. do a test. Yeah. I love doing challenges, food yes. challenges. The food challenge, the Locovare challenge. Yeah. Alice Springs challenge. Ooh. Ooh. I think that's an idea. You're I know, onto something. I, know, I think so too because even this morning I was looking at my sad vegetable garden and I'm thinking, oh, well, what am I going to talk about over summer? You know, because my parsley's not doing well and my <coughs> broccolini's all but dead. And then I had a look and my basil is just thriving. And mm. I thought, of course, why not a basil show? There is so much to do with basil. I have some great photos uh, years ago when we lived in Northside. We had this out of control basil. And it was around Christmas time and we didn't know what to do with it because we just – and everyone's going, make some pesto. And I'm like, there is so much pesto yeah. in my freezer. Yeah, it's true. It's you can have mountains of pesto. Too much pesto. So um, we harvested it all, tied it in little bunches, um, put it in the on the basket on the bike and rode around handing out um, oh. basil for Christmas to people. It, um, I think people were a little bit weirded out by us and were like, why are you giving me free basil? What's wrong with it? Um, 
But most people were pretty excited to get a, yeah. a bunch of free basil. I yeah. think that's possibly a show in a couple of weeks, a basil show. I think so. And zucchinis. My we zucchinis zucchini. are going. We did zucchinis two weeks oh, ago. Oh, that's I remember right. You I did. asked you. But you were, there was a busy week in Alice Springs that week. Yeah. That was, yep. So there's, um yeah, zucchinis are going great. My eggplants are coming up really well. Wow. So if you haven't got your eggplants in, now is, now is like you, you don't want to be too late. No. You, not from seed. You need to be getting seedlings at this time of year. Yeah. And go over to Jeff Myers. Yeah. Sure, he's got a few. Put them in does. the ground. Actually, my zucchinis aren't doing well. Like I've always had a lot of luck with zucchinis, and I normally you do the like the blackjack zucchini, but mm. this year I've done the, the Lebanese zucchini, and I've even been like pollinating it, mm. but they just all keep dying. So I'm about to give up on the Lebanese zucchini and go back to the blackjack zucchini. Oh. I think uh, I've been getting the blossom end rot on the blackjacks this year really badly. Yeah, that's so what I've been getting. Yeah. Oh, you've been getting that on the blackjack as well. Yeah. So I've been doing the pollinating, but yes. now what I've started doing is just bef- like after they flower, you know. I mean, yep. and it's. It's a great way to use them yep. if you are experiencing that. While they've got the nice flower on yep. them, cut it off and make a stuffed zucchini, stuffed oh, zucchini yeah, flower yeah, zucchini. We, yeah. Or we can make a zucchini Fabulous. flower pasta, which you is know, also really good. You know what you can do with those stuffed zucchini flowers? Put them with honey? Stuff them with ricotta, <laughs> almond meal and honey. Yeah, back Bake to the them, honey. Yep. drizzle honey on it. Oh, so as a sweet. Yeah. Oh, wow. That is really new. I've always associated zucchini flowers or stuffed zucchini flowers as a savoury, but yeah. what a lovely idea. And what a lovely way to end the show mm. with sweet stuffed zucchini flowers with um, ricotta, honey, and what was the other ingredient? Almond meal. Almond meal. The taste of, Al- of Alice Springs summer. Everything, yeah, except for the almond meal, but that's okay. We've got coals. <laughs> So let's go out tonight with a track that Laurie May has chosen. Laurie, do you want to talk about this track? Um, yeah, so it's a band called Earth. Uh, really, really amazing. Um, ethereal stoner doom band. Um, absolutely fantastic. Uh, this is the sort of music that I play on Sonic Titans, which will be returning to your airwaves in 2020 on Wednesday nights. Um, but I thought a really nice way to end Friday night and kind of ease our way into the rest of the evening. Uh, and this song is Rise to Glory, which I hope all the bees do. Um, and it's off the uh, Bees Made Honey in the Lion's Skull album. Fantastic. Um, you've been listening to 8CCC, you've been listening to Kitchen Radio, and I'd like to thank Laurie May for her informed opinion and just for her presence here today thanks laurie may please tune in next week 5 30 c for another episode of kitchen radio you've been listening to kitchen radio thanks for tuning in 